it's so important to first and foremost, just know who you are and then find the right support so that you can truly be supported and guided to create your own success in a way that's just a match for just, you know, who your best self is. Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, Episode 554. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and I'm so happy to have you here with us today. And I'm thrilled to introduce our guest, Heather Dominic from A Course in Business Miracles. What a great name is that? I am so thrilled to be jumping in and diving in deeper to what business miracles are. But welcome, Heather. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you today, Kim. Heather, how did this journey happen for you? Yes, what a question. <laughs> well, I will say first, just to talk about the name, since you highlighted that, A Course in Business Miracles. So that really is a combination of, first, my own student study of the psychological and spiritual curriculum of A Course in Miracles. And I've been a, a student for over 30 years now. And that really combined with my discovery um, when I was five years into my self-employment journey, and I've been self-employed for 15 years now, but five years in, I discovered that I was highly sensitive. And I had no idea what that meant, but it came to me at a very dark time in my own personal journey. I had brought my business across the million dollar mark for the first time and I was very overwhelmed and absolutely overworked and also over exhausted. And so at that time, I just continued to pour the love into the clients that I was working with, but really withdrew from everything else, anything on the internet, any marketing training, any type of coaching or mentoring. And through that dark night of the soul, again, discovered that I was highly sensitive, which is a term that comes from research from a woman whose name is Dr. Elaine Aaron and her research, which really started in the 1990s. And what she discovered was that there are 20% of us who are born into the world highly sensitive. It's literally our genetic and biological makeup. And what it means is, is that we process stimulation at a much higher level than someone who is not highly sensitive. So that might be sight, sound, smell, or just even input of information. And so when I discovered that I was highly sensitive and understood what it meant, it didn't really surprise me so much. But what did surprise me was that when I took one of Dr. Aaron's assessments, I was really surprised at how highly sensitive I was. I was just absolutely off the charts, highly sensitive. And because I've always been a believer and teacher in the foundational principle that your ideal client is a version of you, 
I took one of Dr. Aaron's assessments into a group of women entrepreneurs at one of our in-person meetings, 25 women that I was coaching at the time, and had them all take Dr. Aaron's assessment. And lo and behold, of course, every woman in that room was highly sensitive. Oh again, that, I know. And again, that didn't surprise me so much because I really you know, am a believer in that foundational principle that I teach. But what surprised me was that not one woman in the room wanted to be highly sensitive. They really saw it as a detriment. They saw it as a weakness. They saw it as a negative label. And that was what really began the shift and what is now the creation of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. And where that dovetails with the name, of course, in Business Miracles, is that according to the, again, the psychological and spiritual curriculum of A Course in Miracles, the definition of a miracle is a shift in perception. And so what I realized is that for those of us who are highly sensitive and also feel called to be self-employed, that is what is required, a shift in perception. We are really required to see ourselves differently. We are required to see what being in business means differently. And then we're required to see everything about business differently, marketing, selling, operations. And so that is really where the birth of A Course in Business Miracles came from. You have my brain absolutely loaded right now. I need to tell you that I just last week got A Course in Miracles. It is still wrapped in cellophane and is waiting for me to crack it open. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, I am so excited. But I am so intrigued because when you first started by telling your story, I wanted to ask you, are you talking about me or are you talking about you? Because you are sharing my story. (laughs) Wow. Tell me how. So for the first five years, I gave up every single part of myself to my clients, to my business. And to the point that I gave up any self-care. I wasn't taking care of my health. I wasn't sleeping. If I remember, I have hypothyroidism. I have since birth. If I remember to take my medicine in between trying to take care of clients all the time. Yeah. Great. If not, that was the last thing on my list. Yes. And I mean, I've wound up in the hospital a few times over the course of this entrepreneurial journey. This is my second one. The first one should have never even started. Yeah. But yeah. And then I am so intrigued about what highly sensitive means because I I feel like I get triggered very fast. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, to the point that I've actually just had to stop following people. And it's not, when I say I get triggered, I don't mean that I will blow up in a rant at people. Sure. I just, I just shut down. I can't look at it. Like people's successes... I've slowly evolved to be able to celebrate for them. But at first, when I saw people sharing successes on social media, and you always have to be careful when you see those anyway, because of what's really true, you know? For sure. But I had to just stop following a lot of people because I began to feel like, why am I not having this type of success? But anyway, sorry to back up a second. I ended up crashing in July of 2016. I was about ready. Ah. I was suicidal. I'm just going to put it out point blank. And as much as I love my family and my house, I mean, my husband's amazing. My kids are amazing, as crazy as they are. I mean, I have five, so I've got plenty of 
platinum hair to prove how wow. crazy it is yeah. around here. But no matter how much I loved them, I was just so exhausted and anxiety ridden. I was just ready to give up. And then I had the big aha. And the next day I was introduced to some people, not in real life, although someday I wish to be introduced to them, Danielle Laporte and Brendan Burchard, Mm -hmm. who really started mentoring me through their books and online teachings and podcasts and whatever they have out there that I could watch that it's not about income. It's not about what your head's feeling all the time. Sometimes you have to listen to your heart, but first you need to take care of yourself. Yes. And that was a huge, huge shift for me because sometimes it is so hard to say no. Even today, it's hard to say no, I can't. Maybe next week or maybe next year or maybe never, but just no. Right, right. Well, all of this makes so much sense. So first of all, for those of us who are highly sensitive, we often experience digestive as well as overall health issues. And thyroid does tend to be one of the, you know, stereotypical health issues that are connected to those of us who are highly sensitive. You just said digestive, though. Yes. So digestive is really one of the primary health issues. But then again, thyroid and overall health issues. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm so intrigued by digestive, though. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can you give an example? Like, I don't mean to be gross. Yeah. But I, you just triggered me like in a good way. I'm like, huh, because actually I've been. OK, this is yeah. not the po- I'm not pooping myself, people. OK, but there's a certain a couple types of food that I cannot eat. Right, right. Well, it's so funny because our in-person training retreats, I hold two a year, one in the spring and one in the fall for the HSEs and the Business Miracles community. And I always just, you know, usually crack a joke about our HSE snacky bags because pretty much every HSE will have one with them. And yeah, we just tend to, you know, be, you know, we're the ones who are, you know, gluten-free, vegan, you know, need to not eat dairy or can only have this type of sweetener or that type of grain or you name it because literally our digestive systems just tend to be more sensitive than those who are not highly sensitive. So again, at our in-person training retreats, we're always so particular about the hotels and the venues that we work with so that, you know, the food that we provide can really be aligned with the HSE needs. And we even have as part of one of our uh, mentoring programs, what we call the HSE Healthy Digestion Series, which really supports HSEs in understanding more about the foods that are best for their body and how to prepare them in an easy way so it doesn't distract you or need to take you away from uh, your you know, entrepreneurial focus. So yeah, it's just definitely one of the elements. Heather, but, can I interrupt you again? And I, this comes with an apology to start because normally I like to do research before I'm jumping on a podcast, but I, I didn't have time. And I'm actually so thankful because all these questions are actually just coming up now. And I'm sure they are for the listeners as well. But you are blowing my mind. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but thank you. Because no joke, today is my first day. Listeners, you know, I'm very transparent. And you know my struggles if this is not your first podcast listening. But positive productivity does not mean perfection. And I still struggle with anxiety. And I have noticed that 
greater anxiety comes when I am not watching what I eat. And in September of 2018, I made a packed with myself and I started I started working with a nutritionist to take myself off of gluten, corn and dairy. Well, I fell off the wagon when I was traveling a lot at the end of October and it all culminated. We're recording in November. I just need to put this out there. So we're recording at the end of November and I have just come off of like a week of severe anxiety, which I realized was connected to the food I was eating. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. For so sure. I am just blown away. Oh my gosh. I want to know more. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. 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 So what are some of the key markers, if I can ask you in that way, of a highly sensitive person? Yes. So, you know, again, according to Dr. Elaine Aaron, it's really about the way that our system processes uh, stimulation and information. And again, according to her research, we are born into the world this way. So I always like to emphasize that it's not something that your parents did to you and you did not pick it up on the playground in kindergarten. And it's not even because of that weird purple drink that you drank at a party in college. It is literally how your system is coded. And then it becomes about learning how to work with the unique aspects of your system. And particularly where my work comes in and is an extension of Dr. Aaron's work is how being highly sensitive applies to being self-employed. So I have identified 12 top HSE shadows and 12 top HSE strengths. And that's really the primary place to begin to focus and to begin to learn about how to work with your nature, your highly sensitive traits in a different way. And I emphasize work with them in a different way simply because for those of us who are highly sensitive, we, you know, really were not taught how to be in the world with this highly sensitive nature and with our highly sensitive being so that it can be working for us. And we weren't taught this because First of all, the rest of the world, the other 80% are not highly sensitive. So the majority of the world is designed for the other 80%. And when we were not just officially or formally taught how to work with our sensitive nature, then most of us learned what I refer to as coping mechanisms. We just, you know, just did the best that we could with what we had and we learned how to cope in a world that's designed for the other 80%. And a lot of that coping tendencies tend to have us in our shadows where our nature is working against us. So the digestive issues, for example, that we've been talking about, that is one of the top 12 HSE shadows that I've identified. When you don't know how to work with your system, then you basically, again, you just learn how to cope and it can really work against you. You can find yourself not going to, for example, a networking event because of your digestive issues. You can find yourself not wanting to travel 
because of digestive issues. And we could just go on and on. So the work that I do combines both a retraining of how it is that you look at yourself, again, back to that shift in perception where you begin to learn that you actually have some incredible strengths as a person who's highly sensitive. And then you begin to see how you can use those strengths in your business so that you can really have your business working for you in a way that is designed for you. But it really does require going about things differently. Because again, the majority of business training and teachings is not designed for those of us who are of the 20%. Oh my gosh. I want to know more. Like, would you mind sharing what a few more of the shadows are and what a few of the strengths are? Yes, of course. So definitely the top HSE shadow is overwhelm. So again, because we process stimulation and information at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive, when you don't know how to work with your highly sensitive nature, you will find yourself very easily and often overwhelmed. So first of all, being self-employed, that's an overwhelming endeavor just to start. And I think your own story is, you know, a very, accurate demonstration. When you add being highly sensitive to just the natural overwhelming aspect of self-employment, it can absolutely derail you. It can completely take you out. And again, my story is an example of that as well. So that is definitely a top HSE shadow. And one of the very first things that I teach in my six-month mentoring program where I teach my foundational principles, that first foundational principle is all about managing your energy. It's all about using very tangible tools to learn how to manage your fear, your worry, your anxiety, your concerns, so that you can be proactive as a highly sensitive rather than reactive. Now, again, most of us were not trained, right? So we developed a tendency to just react to the energy, the information, the stimulation coming at us. But when you learn how to manage your energy, you can be proactive and then you can have yourself, I'm going to use your words, in a space of positive productivity in your business rather than just feeling like your business is crashing on you. So again, that's definitely a top HSE shadow. I'm going to mention another one, which you've mentioned already as well. Another HSE shadow is perfectionism. Mm. And that is really connected to the HSE coping mechanism of hiding, which tends to connect to overprotection. So as highly sensitives, we can have a tendency towards perfectionism as an attempt to protect. We are looking to try to protect ourselves as much as possible from that overwhelm, from any type of criticism, from any type of being called out as being different or, you know, seen as less than. And so that perfectionism can really kick in, which leads to another HSE shadow, which is procrastination. And I'm Heather, sh- are you reading my journals? <laughs> yes. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sure and you connect to those dots, you can see like, huh, that's a really hard place to run a business from overwhelm, perfectionism, procrastination and hiding. Oh right? my gosh. I mean, if you go to my Pinterest board, quite literally the topics, because I've started to notice, I mean, and 
I would love to have a different word, but my triggers, okay, visibility, perfectionism, procrastination, those are all boards on my public Pinterest profile. Well, Kim, anxiety. Just I'm just, you are highly sensitive. <laughs> I would say you are probably an HSE. Yes. Oh, my heavens. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and let me offer this up because in my teachings about the three primary coping mechanisms, which are hiding, as I've mentioned, Mm -hmm. also pushing is another coping mechanism. And I am definitely a recovering pusher. What do you mean by pusher? So the coping mechanisms, let me talk about these just for a little bit. And then I'll uh, then I'll mention the coping cycle because that's what had me brought me to this because you mentioned the word trigger and I want to talk to you about that for a second. But first of all, so the coping mechanism of hiding is again, we look at just what does coping mechanism mean? Well, that means that there is a way of behaving that you most likely unconsciously learned as a way to be able to cope with your sensitive nature in a world that is not designed for you. So someone or an HSE, I should say, who tends towards the coping mechanism of pushing, you will pretty much find anything in every, excuse me, let me talk about hiding first, my apologies. So if you tend towards hiding, you will find anything and everything to do during your business day, except what actually needs to be done to move the business forward. So (laughs) yeah, so for example, you will probably have the most beautiful website, you probably have the most beautiful business cards, you probably have designed really, really intelligent programs. And yet when it comes to direct marketing, when it comes to having a selling conversation, suddenly non-existent, right? The laundry needs to be folded, Mm -hmm. right? The sick kid needs to be taken care of. The neighbor's lawn needs to be mowed. The hamster needs to be fed, you name it. And so that is the coping mechanism of hiding. Now the coping mechanism of pushing, which as I mentioned, I am a recovering pusher. That means that you will absolutely, as a highly sensitive entrepreneur, you will get done what the other 80% can get done in their business, but it will come at a massive cost for you. You will have to really push yourself to be able to achieve those accomplishment marks or to achieve those goals. And it will often come again at a high cost and typically in the form of health issues. And so again, and when I shared my starting out story, that was definitely where I found myself when I was in that place of massive overwhelm and overexhaustion and and, you know, just really overwork. And, you know, that will often show up just more on a day-to-day basis for the HSE who's pushing themselves. They will experience absolutely those digestive issues that we've talked about. Migraines show up a lot for those of us who tend towards the coping pet pushing mechanism. And then we can really just find ourselves in absolute over you know, overload and burnout. And then I'll just briefly mention the third coping mechanism, which is what I refer to as the combo platter. So that is really where you vacillate back and forth between hiding and pushing and hiding and pushing. And that is what I refer to as the HSE definition of insanity, because 
that will absolutely drive you crazy because it's like having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake and you are putting out all of this, you know, effort and energy, but literally will have the experience of going nowhere. So again, a hard place to try to run a business from, let alone grow a business from. Now, the piece that I just wanted to mention to you in regards to trigger is so we have those three coping mechanisms. And then one of the primary teachings that I've developed is what I refer to as the HSE coping cycle. And what brings us into the coping cycle is when we are triggered, exactly like you so beautifully already mentioned. And so we are triggered and then we suddenly find ourselves in this cascading of emotions where we are then first kind of often happens very quickly, but we're thrown into anxiety, fear, lack of safety, and then that lands us right into our coping mechanism. And then we either collapse or beat ourselves up, experience an immense amount of shame, then we'll go into soothing, then we'll go into recovery and rebound until the cycle starts all over again the next time we're triggered. But the gift that I wanted to give you is that in the teaching of the HSE coping cycle, two words that I was given by a psychotherapist and psychologist, Bonnie Bedenock, is an alternative to trigger is touched or awakened. And in her work, she really speaks about how our triggers are moments when we are touched, like almost like being touched by the divine and or we are awakened to be able to have the opportunity to look at ourselves differently, to learn something about ourselves and to make another choice. And that's so much about what the HSE journey is. It's again about that shift in perception. It's about business miracles. It's about suddenly seeing everything differently, including your triggers. So everything that previously used to take you down or throw you into that anxiety or fear or into any of the shadows really becomes an opportunity for to be touched, to be awakened, for growth and for learning how to do it differently. And then, then wow. yeah, then we're really able to be in our strengths and everything changes. You're giving me so much perspective about why most of the coaches that I had, I was not successful with. Yes, that is so common for us HSEs. And I would say so many of the HSEs who come to the Business Miracles mentoring programs have that experience. And I will tell you, that was my experience too. And one of the things that I'll say all the time is that we as HSEs are mismatched so often with warrior mentors. And if we're really honest with ourselves, and this may or may not have been your experience, but I can tell you it was definitely mine, unconsciously, I will say, but still mine, is that we kind of hold this, you know, secret belief that if we just hang out with those warrior coaches and mentors long enough, that it will somehow rub off on us and that we won't be highly sensitive anymore. And we'll be able to turn into a warrior overnight and everything will be better. And that is just not the case. So are you saying warrior W A or warrior W O? 
Yes. Thank you for the clarification. It's warrior. And that really comes from one of Dr. Aaron's teachings. And so she really refers to those of us who are highly sensitive as the royal advisors of the world. And for those who are not highly sensitive, they are the warrior, W-A-R-R. I-O-R, um, W-A-R-R-I-O-R, warrior kings and queens. Okay. Yes. So again, we tend to get mismatched with these warrior kings and queens, coaches and mentors, and they're not a match. And there's nothing wrong with them or us. It's just they don't understand how we think, how we process, how we operate. And so literally their coaching or their mentoring just is not a fit. It does not apply for how we work. And that's why so many of the HSEs who come to the Business Miracles mentoring programs have been knocking their head against the wall, beating themselves up for not being able to be successful in business. And then through our work together, suddenly, well, not suddenly, but through, you know, diligent work and again, the retraining of the programs is they are having full practices. They are reaching those income goals. And most importantly, they are finally able to be of service in the world as the royal advisor that they've been brought to this world to be. And that is just what's so, so incredible and valuable and so rewarding for me to witness, but for each HSE to experience where suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, yes, like this is how it's meant to be. Like this is how I'm meant to be able to use my gifts and then to be able to be compensated at the same time. And, and again, that's just so beautiful because it's, it's when everything changes for the better. My nickname as a child was Worrywart. And, and I'm still a grown-up worrywart, I have to admit. Like, I worry about everything, even if there's no reason to worry. I can usually can contain it. Like, I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. And and I've even started being able to retrain myself and know that everything's going to be all right. Just mm-hmm. keep on going. And you don't need to push, but keep on going. But, I mean, you are episode number 554, and I just until like the last 20 or 30 episodes, I was scared to give the podcast really the publicity it deserved mm-hmm. because I was afraid that people wouldn't want to see it and that they would get offended by seeing me out there. And looking back, it's so ridiculous. And I don't know where that shift finally came from. And that's not to say that the podcast hasn't been out there, but now we're, and by we, I mean, I've had to bring in a team to help me with my weaknesses, because maybe I don't want to be the one that pushes send, but by all means, there's somebody on my team who can put together that email, take that anxiety off me, push send, and it goes out, and I see it the next morning, and I'm getting positive feedback on it, and then I'm like, duh, Kim, you should should have started this a long time ago. Right. But it took it took a while to get there. Yes, yes. Well, again, that worry is so worry, W-O-R-R-Y, that worry is so common for us highly sensitives. And that really connects to, again, that we weren't really taught how to be in the world as the 
person who has the wiring that we have. And so we, again, learned a lot of these unconscious coping mechanisms, shadow behaviors, and learned very early on that we were different. And that can cause a lot of worry, right? And a sense of being out of control. So those shadow behaviors and those coping mechanisms are all all an attempt to control, which ultimately we cannot do. But what we can do is that when you learn how to shift out of the coping mechanisms into how to work with your HSE strengths, then the world and most importantly, primarily your business becomes a place of creation. And that really is that flip side of attempting to control. And that is that flip side of the worry, the anxiety, the fear, etc. Oh, my gosh. Would you mind sharing some of the experiences that your clients have had in their transition? Like what they what they were experiencing before working with you and what they saw after? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, gosh, there's so many. The first one that comes to mind, and and it really is often top of mind for me because the the transformation has just been so drastic and dramatic. So one of my Business Miracles members, she started off in the core mentoring program, and now she has shifted into the elite mentoring program. But she and I first met at a small talk that I was doing in the DC area, and she came up up to me after the talk and you know what she had to share with me was not so uncommon because I hear often from HSEs who just discover that they're highly sensitive just you know how much what I have to share is speaking to them and so you know that's where she started but then where she went is into another aspect of a very common HSE story that I hear a lot, which is that story of I have tried everything. Like I have tried everything to like get this business going and I can't. And I just keep coming up short and I've invested all of this money and and I still, you know, don't have the results to show for it. But at the same time, I know in my gut that this is what I'm meant to be doing. And so as she started to share that part of the story, she just broke down into sobs, just absolutely like, you know, bottom of the barrel, hysterical sobs. And, you know, this is a a woman who is older. She's in her 60s. She has had a successful career in many ways. And yet it was obviously so clear that the experience of quote unquote failure and devastation was so, so deep for her and the emotion, you know, so strong and and so raw. And then through our mentoring together, and she's now in her third year in the Business Miracles community, she has a full practice. She has not only like really developed an ability to have an HSE selling conversation effectively, but she enjoys it and she doesn't go running from it and she can really use her HSE strengths when connecting with a prospect and guide them effectively through resistance, you know, in the very unique process of selling that I teach. And is so fulfilled in her full practice 
but more importantly, like took this beautiful vacation with her husband for this past summer to Europe and was able to take three weeks and really be with him and have that experience and not have to close the business, shut it down or wonder or worry about, you know, it being there for when she returned and, you know, has now come back and everything is just continuing to move and flow and grow. And, but most importantly is whenever I see her at those two in-person training retreats we have each year, her face is so relaxed and happy and joyful. And she literally looks like 10 years younger. So that is one that comes to mind. And again, just because our initial meeting was just so drastic and dramatic. And so the transformation has just been so, so clear. I have so many others. I can keep going if you want me to. I don't know. You tell me. Actually, I have questions for you. Like you, I believe, I feel like I need to be out there and sharing my experience. That's why positive productivity is here, right? Right. And part of me knows that the next logical step is to get on stage, but you've already addressed the fact that visibility is one of those, you know, pain points. And I'm scared out of my mind. I have to admit, like I get in front of the microphone. Look at me. I'm already stuttering. (laughs) Just thinking about it. Like, I feel like I'm mentally prepared, but get me up to the mic and I just start shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like it is my mission yes. and my purpose to get out there and help save the lives of entrepreneurs who are thinking of taking the same drastic measures that I was thinking about taking. Yes. I, I don't know if there's kids listening, so I don't want to, you know, yes. raise questions, but I feel like it is my God-given purpose that that's what I need to do. Yes. So how how would you help somebody like me? And I, I'm not looking for free coaching, but I know there's got to be other HSCs listening. Is there like one little baby step that I could start with? Yes, for sure. So again, it's really so much about going about whatever the calling is each HSE has going about it differently. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to being more visible for yourself, one of the things that I really emphasize in all of my teachings is that as HSEs, we do best step by step. And what can hold us back from being willing to take just baby step by baby step is that one of our HSE strengths actually is that we are very visionary. We can often really see both where we are meant to go as well as we can often see that bigger vision for our clients, for our customers and what we need to learn how to do for ourselves is be able to back out of the vision into just what is that next doable step. And we also need to learn how to do that for our clients because a lot of the HSEs that I mentor, they often can get off track with their clients because they'll be sharing, say, with a prospect, the big vision that the HSE sees for the prospect. And then the prospect is like, whoa, what are you talking about? (laughs) That is like, you know, way too much 
much or I don't know. And then, you know, the prospect can become overwhelmed themselves or, you know, get scared. So again, you have to learn how to back it out. So for your, I am cracking up because I've actually not gotten hired before because I have so many ideas and listeners have heard me talking about it before. I'm writing a book, Chronic Idea Disorder. Yes, that's that And sense. I've had to warn prospects, look, if you're not looking for somebody with a lot of ideas and big visions, then you don't want to work with me. Yes, yes. So and again, there's for sure nothing wrong with those big ideas and visions. It just all becomes about how to most effectively communicate them. Not again, only for prospects and clients, but for ourselves. So when it comes to that, you know, speaking on stage, it's really about setting yourself up with a process of progression, right? To taking it step by step so that each step is an ascension. It's an acceleration so that you become more and more comfortable with how to be in front of more and more people in a way that works for you. And that is really the often the biggest challenge point for us HSEs is we're so scared to do it differently. And we're so scared to need to do it differently. So for example, myself in the training retreats that I lead, um, which are typically for like, you know, 80 to 100 HSEs, uh, depending on, you know, which mentoring program that HSEs is in, I have to run those events very differently than I used to when I first started out. And for example, I never start a training day until 10 a.m. And not only does that work for me, but it tends to work for all the HSEs in our Business Miracles community. Now, I understand if you are, say, a keynote speaker, you don't get to choose what time something starts or ends. But there are other similar types of adjustments and adaptations that you can make once you really learn what you need to do your best work. And it is, again, that process of learning that is that process of progression and that ascension. But you have to be willing to go through that process. Otherwise, you will just default to your social self and what is needed to fit in and what others may most likely be doing as non-highly sensitives. But once you really, really learn, oh, yeah, okay, this is what I need in order to be able to do my best work, then it becomes that much more easy to ask for it. It becomes that much more easy to set boundaries around what it is or isn't. And then it becomes that much more easy to actually be able to share that gift that you know that you've been called to share. You are answering so many questions that I've been just sitting on? Like, why has it been so hard for me to do live videos? Oh, that's a big one for those of us who are highly sensitive. Yes, I actually just got that question on Instagram uh, today. And so next week, I'm going to be doing a video about how to do videos as a highly sensitive. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just getting behind the microphone was hard enough. Yes, yes, I get it. But like the next logical step before speaking to me would be live videos, but it is so hard. I mean, Heather, there was a day a couple weeks ago when I pushed start or whatever the go live or whatever the button is, and my eye instantly started twitching. Yeah, yes, I believe it. 
I was just like, what the heck? I was just fine. I was fine before I pushed start. And then I was in, I mean, I could barely concentrate through the whole video because my eye is going crazy. Right. Yep. That makes sense. So how do you work with people and where can listeners find out more? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I would say if you are listening and you're having a similar experience to what it sounds like Kim has been having, you're thinking, oh my gosh, uh, this might be me. Then I definitely recommend that you go to hsequiz.com. And again, that's hsequiz.com. And what you'll find there is really an assessment more than a quiz uh, that I've created and built upon Dr. Elaine Aaron's work. And when you take that quiz, you will find out if you are either somewhat highly sensitive, because all of us are to some degree, or if you are super highly sensitive, or if you are like me, and you are super uber highly sensitive. And then once you know your score. And again, if you're somewhat super or super uber, you will receive a free HSE success guide based on where you fall in the highly sensitive spectrum. And that HSE success guide will give you the first steps of how to begin to work with the somewhat super or super uber highly sensitive nature about yourself as an entrepreneur. And really those first steps about how to begin to do it differently. So that's first and foremost. I what definitely was the re- URL one more time, Heather? Yes, it's HSE, mm-hmm. highly sensitive entrepreneur, hsequiz.com. So simple. Yes, yes. Um, and I've been told that the actual assessment is really enjoyable and not overwhelming at all. <laughs> And then from there, you know, once you find out, you know, where you fall on the HSE spectrum and if working together further is something that you'd be interested in doing, we can definitely set up a time to talk about that. And you have the opportunity to just explore our different mentoring programs. And we have our six month mentoring program, which is, again, really about the foundational principle teachings that I've developed that are are really needed for those of us who are highly sensitive. And then we have various year long programs as well. Incredible. Thank you so much. I I just actually pulled up the quiz. I'm going to have to share my results in the show notes, listeners. Oh, which, please. Yes. 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 <laughs> which you can find at thekimsutton.com forward slash PP554. Heather, I've said before, but I feel like every single episode that I get onto, even though it's my own show, I feel like was, especially for me, and (laughs) I'm just sorry that it took 554 episodes to get to this one. (laughs) Well, I have so enjoyed our conversation today, and I can't wait to find out if you are a super uber HSE like me. (laughs) Me neither. Oh my gosh. I feel, I feel like I can see the light if that makes sense because like I, I've gotten over trying to look for any coaches anymore because I mean, I, I do have one that is great, but it's more of a self-guided journey. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I have to say that I was being told to get on lives and to Facebook message people and see if they're looking for support and, you know, call out to people and see how their experience is going and do they need anything. And that was just so extremely uncomfortable, like, because I mean, hiding, right? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Makes so much sense. Well, again, it can be done differently for Mm -hmm. sure. I've, you know, been leading this movement for almost 10 years now and it really warms my heart every time I hear you know an HSE share something along the lines of what you just shared which is you know the real awakening right of starting to really see and feel how you're meant to do things differently and that you you really really can do things differently absolutely Oh, I'm laughing right now. There's a question that says, being very hungry creates a strong reaction in me, disrupting my concentration or mood. Listeners, you've heard me talk about how I should never come onto a podcast hungry. (laughs) 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 It's dangerous. I ate today before coming on because I am not myself. We actually have a word for it in my house. It's the hungry grumpies or the hangries. I mean, my husband, he knows if I'm not talking. He he's just started to ask me, have you eaten? Yeah. And usually I'll just look at him. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. true. We have to take care of our, our sensitive systems. And yeah. when we, we learn how to do that, it all becomes so much more easier, so much more peaceful. And then, you know, as far as for our business, really so much more profitable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Heather, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I just, again, I feel like I can see a light that I didn't even know was not there. Mm, I'm so, so glad to hear that. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Thank Thank you. Do you have a parting piece of advice or golden nugget that you can share with listeners? Well, I would say, you know, what's most important is that for each of us to really know ourselves, I you know, see so many entrepreneurs, whether HSEs or not, really dull themselves and, you know, dim down their own light as a result of all of the information overload that, you know, we get these days from the internet, from social media, and through that really falling into the trap that, We have to be like so-and-so in order to have the success that so-and-so has. And, you know, that just really is not true. And it's so important to first and foremost, just know who you are and then find the right support so that you can truly be supported and guided to create your own success in a way that's just a match for just, you know, who your best self is. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level.